Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Now, we have two guests in our studio today. Uh, Ross Harrop with C12 Group. Ross, I really appreciate you being here today. It's great to be here. We also have a special unannounced guest. My son, Joshua Brangenberg, is here to visit us today. Joshua, thanks for being on the show. I'm glad to be here. It's uh, quite a privilege. Joshua just finished up his uh, junior year in college, and I said, well, why don't you come see the show? You know, it's uh, impressive. To, it's go-to-work day with uh, to see your dad on the radio show. So thanks to both of you for being here. So, Ross Harrop, welcome to the show. I really appreciate you being here. Talk a little bit about how Christ has impacted your life. You're with C12, and C12 is... Uh, I've known of C12 for very many years. We're going to talk about the details of C12, but what led you to C12? What's interesting, Jim, is that, uh, as you well know, because you were the individual who uh, called me and said, uh, have you ever heard of C12? Uh, and that was a little over a year ago. And I said, never, never have heard of him. And uh, you said, go on the uh, website and take a look at it. And uh, 10 seconds later, I looked up and I just, uh, I said, God, I get it. And uh, because I had moved here uh, from Colorado Springs, sold our house, uh, moved here, and uh, had no idea how I was going to get aligned 
with ministry and how I was going to be aligned because God is at work all around us. I just didn't know what it was that he had in mind for me. And so uh, coming here, finding out about C12, and it has uh, just opened up doors to really disciple men and women um, in the marketplace. You know, it's, it's a great story. I wish we had time to highlight the whole story, but really the truth of it is my studio, my audience out there is, uh, and that may be, you know, we don't know how many thousands of you there will be, but you know, it was truth. I have a friend who's, whose name is Phyllis Alderman, and Ross has got to meet her. She's with uh, Shepherd's Village out in Bel Air, and uh, she got in my face and said, Jim, you should be mentoring Christian business people. You should be talking to Christian business people all the time. In fact, you need to check out C12. And I said, I've already checked out C12. I'm not quite sure it's a good fit. She goes, you need to call C12. And so I called and I talked to Scott Hitchcock, now your boss, Ross. And I said, uh, Scott, I, I, I was told by God through a very short lady who was a good <laughs> friend of mine that I need to talk to you. So we sat down and we talked and, and I started going through the interview process for C12. And then I realized, you know, I'm not quite sure it's a fit for me, but I was praying about it. I was really praying about it. And uh, as I was praying about it, God prompts me, you need to tell Ross Harrop about this job. And I'm like, no, Lord, I'm kind of interested in this job. No, no, you need to tell Ross Harrop. Well, over a period of three days, I finally started arguing with God. And uh, I, I finished arguing with God and I said, okay, fine, I'll call Ross. And so I gave you that cryptic phone call. Go to the c12group.com website, look up the, the discussion group leader's spot or the chairman's spot, and then I'll call you in three hours. And when I called you back, though your exact words were, Jim, if there's any way I could spend the rest of my life doing that job, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to spend the rest of my life. And that's what uh, Henry Blackaby uh, talks about in experiencing God. That's the kind of experience that God has in mind for you if you'll only relinquish your life, and uh, he wants that relationship. Well, but you didn't, you know, C12 is a, a new ministry for you. Where were you in ministry before? Well, I spent the uh, first 33 years of my career in the not-for-profit uh, sector as um, an executive with the Boy Scouts of America from one coast to the other and uh, retired early uh, in Los Angeles. Uh, 30,000 kids, $7.5 million budget. It was a business, but we were uh, driven by our expenses and uh, not our uh, income. And it was, uh, it was a business, just as uh, the businesses we're talking about here in uh, Pinellas County. It's, uh, it's a great opportunity to be uh, working alongside the men and women who are trying to create a culture uh, that we're talking about here today, a, a culture for Christ. But in between there, you have one of those supposed sacred jobs, you know, one of those, one of those higher calling jobs. You know, it's interesting. I spent 33 years with the Boy Scouts of America. That was my ministry. My brother is a uh, senior pastor, and that uh, he, he, his ministry was in the pulpit. I then spent the next four years uh, in Colorado Springs as an executive pastor. Um, and, uh, but what I'm doing now is as much about ministry as it was when I was a full-time working in the local church in Colorado Springs. We're talking this hour with Ross Harrop with C12 Group. You can find him on the web at c12group.com. We also have in studio my son Joshua, home from college for the summer. Joshua, is there anybody, before we get started with Ross, is there anybody you'd like to say hi to on the radio today? Well, I guess I can do the cliche, hi, Mom, and uh, you're my favorite, and uh, and to my beautiful girlfriend, Amelia, uh, all the way back in Jacksonville. Well, you're really sucking up today. Oh, That's yeah. going to cost you. That is seriously going to cost you. Okay, Ross, we're back talking to Ross Harrop with C12 Group. You got to hear a little bit of his testimony and how God got him here, and it was, an amazing, it was amazing to be part of that process. Ross, start us off with, how was C12 Group founded? 
C12 uh, group was founded right here in the Tampa Bay area back in 1992. Buck Jacobs uh, had been involved with a company up in the Chicago area uh, with one of his close friends, and they were running it as a Christian company. They had been involved in a lot of other um, projects, but they wanted to see, could it be done? And what life-changing experience would there be for the employees and the vendors and all of those that were involved? And it was true. It was a culture that people wanted to be part of. And so they grew. And, uh, and, and, and that was a business that Buck really never got excited about, but he got excited about his relationship with Christ. And, um, and so that was uh, what he wanted to bring here, uh, having worked with some para, uh, church um, groups. He wanted to come alongside uh, CEOs, Christian business owners, and he wanted to give them the resources and tools so that they could replicate what he had been doing uh, in his past uh, life up there in Chicago. And so that's what he did. In the past, when we've talked, you've called C12 Group a movement. Yeah. What, does that, what does that mean to you? Define movement and tell me why you say that. Well, it's not an organization. It's a movement. Of, and that is like-minded people that come together for a common purpose. And what is that common purpose? It is to serve Jesus Christ as their Lord. And that is what God wants us to do in our companies, whether it be a secular company or whether it be the church. He wants us to bring others to him. And what better place than in the workplace, the marketplace that... Uh, is available to all of us. Now, there are lots of roundtable discussion groups, CEO discussion groups. There's lots of those groups out there. But how is C12 like and unlike those other groups that are out there? Yeah, I was, I, I was involved out in Los Angeles in, in one of those secular groups, and it was a phenomenal experience. But there was always something that was missing. And when I was introduced to C12, I recognized that this was the, the group that brought it all together. And so we are providing, as the premier um, organization in the country, all of those resources that uh, Christian business owners uh, can take advantage of. And so um, it's, it's a monthly roundtable. That's the what. Um, that, uh, that, that we bring those resources to them. Uh, the how is through an executive roundtable once a month. We, do, uh, we have one right here in Pinellas County at the uh, Bayou Country Club. We have another right over uh, the bay at the Center Club. In fact, there are um, two of them at the, uh, the Center Club. Got a couple over um, in, um, over in Polk County. And uh, so um, we've, we've got them available. We just, uh, we need to allow people to understand that instead of working in their business every day, they need to take the time to come back and work on their business with like-minded people. People sitting around the table that are dealing with the same experiences that they are. Now, you didn't really focus on what, what what's the real distinguishing factor, although you kind of hinted at about C12. There, there's, you know, you're, you're like other roundtable discussion groups in that you're bringing CEOs and business owners together and, and talking about the issues that they're, that they're all dealing with, things that they have in similar, or have going that are similar. What is, what's the distinguishing? What, what is it that really makes you different? Well, first of all, that those sitting around the table are Christian CEOs or owners, and you create an advisory board. And you're, uh, you're there to uh, hold each 
each other accountable, to support each other, to be there for them, um, to be able to say, you know, I went through that about a year ago. I had to downsize. I had to go through a period of growth, and uh, this is how we did it. And uh, so you have that. So you have accountability to the group. Um, I'm alongside. Uh, we do business um, uh, coaching uh, on a monthly basis and uh, go to their operation and see what's going on. And uh, sometimes we're talking about the day-to-day, those challenges. Sometimes we're talking about family issues. Sometimes we're talking about how do we create ministry within that business. So all of those uh, things are going, taking place, but we're moving from the theoretical, Jim, to the intentional. That's what really makes it different, is really working with them. Uh, Buck Jacobs calls it hardball Christianity. And sometimes you just have to turn that company upside down. Sometimes it's just a slow journey of how to do that. Each company is uh, is different, and uh, when when God gets a hold of those individuals, those presidents, those owners, then says, "I want you to be my steward." And when they get it, that's when things change. All right. Now you said you're right now. You've got groups going at the Center Club that you're leading, and at the uh, that's over in Tampa, and that uh, the Bayou Club down here in Pinellas County. You've got. Uh, but you've got more groups than just that. Some of your groups are uh, for the CEOs and the uh, owners of businesses. But don't you also have uh, another style group that you're doing as well? Yeah, what's great is we have what we call key players, and those are the middle management people in the companies, and they're sponsored by their owners. And uh, we have, I'll take uh, Fana Medical Group has, uh, I think right now, eight middle managers, different parts of the operation in their different offices so that it's not one man and one woman, the husband and wife, that are speaking truth in creating a culture. It's He's able to and they are able to to meet with uh, the people that uh, are really a key part of their team. And uh, they're the navigators. And, uh, and your uh, listening audience knows that many of, that are listening today, they're the navigators. Well, Sometimes it's deaf ears that you're speaking to. And so bringing everybody together. And so we meet at the Bio Club, uh, and uh, it's a great group of middle managers. What are, the, what are the benefits that people are seeing coming out of C12? Yeah, I think it's the, the number one thing is, is that time to be on your business. You now, uh, one of the wives came uh, recently and to see what their husband had been doing and said, you know, I thought you were taking a day off. But you are really being strategic about what we're going to be doing in our business in the months ahead. And, uh, and so the, the materials that we use are uh, developed by C12 for C12. And uh, there's a devotion section, then there's a uh, section on min, uh, business, and then there's another section on ministry. How do we bring ministry into our company? How do we create that culture? And there's some just a great examples um, across uh, both sides of the bay and uh, of companies that are doing just that. Yeah, I look forward to getting some of those guys on the radio in the future. They, I, I want to hear their testimonies, what they're doing, what's working for them, the mistakes they've made. That stuff's really important. I tell you, looking at the C12 materials, they are fantastic. They really are. They're in depth. They're very poignant. They're, they are. They're just. They're striking. They're, they're very, very good materials. Uh, it's, there are times when they're just challenging each other around the table. Is say, you know, you're saying that, but you're not doing that. Why isn't your mission statement, you know, there's nothing about God or Jesus in that mission statement. Are you really doing what you're talking about? Is C12 necessary for that Christian business owner? 
Well, it's necessary because we're, you know, you're not hearing it from the pulpit. That's for sure. And what we uh, like to say is that we're connecting the Sunday morning sermon with the Monday morning madness because uh, you've, you're doing it each and every day. The challenges are there. And uh, so we're really preparing and being intentional, um, strategic, if you will, uh, about how to do that. Now, we're talking with Ross Harrop with the C12 Group. And Ross, we were just starting to talk about the impact that you guys are making on your business owners. You know, I found that many men and women who go to church on Sunday and own their own business say that they run a Christian company. What's your experience? I think that there's the first question is, are they truly a Christian? And we're not there to judge. That's for them to decide in their own hearts and in their personal relationship and walk with Jesus Christ. So that that's the first question. The second question is, are they taking that and leading that and creating that kind of a culture, a Christian culture? Because you can certainly be a Christian and own a company and you can run it with integrity. Uh, you can all your dealings are fair and honest, and uh, we interact with them on a regular basis. You wouldn't know that they're Christian. There's nothing intentional about it. Um, I was over at Tampa Bay Steel uh, on the other side of the bay uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh, taking a tour. And uh, as soon as you get there at the front desk, the receptionist has the New Testament. And who do you think the people are that are picking that up? Truck drivers people coming in just having a casual acquaintance with Tampa Bay Steel. They have them there. The uh, HR director has four different kinds of Bibles for age uh, of their employees, where the people are at, and uh, perhaps challenges in life. They're that intentional about it, Jim. That is doing ministry. That's being really intentional about it. So I think the question is, are you a Christian? Are you living it, and are you wanting that to be the culture of your company? It's a big difference between being a Christian and leading a Christian company. So you're saying just because I'm a Christian and I own a business doesn't mean I'm a Christian business owner. Nothing could be further from the truth. And I think that that's really what this show is all about. We need to talk about the fact that if Jesus Christ has transformed your life, if you found a need, if you finally realize your need for salvation, you realize your own sin issue, and you realize that Jesus had paid for that sin issue, and you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, that he became Lord of all. Otherwise, he's not Lord at all. And so Lord of all means he became Lord not only of your your life, but your actions. And especially if you're running a business or you're inside a business as an employee, that part of your life as well. Jim, if you think of the, the statistics, and, and we, can, we can debate these, but if the typical church in America is small, 75 to 80, we have a lot of mega churches and they're wonderful and they're impacting lives. But if in fact, the typical church is 75 to 80 people, that's the kind of that's the impact that they're having. Think about the companies that we have across Pinellas County. How many of those people are being touched by the word and how many are being introduced to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Is that happening? Are they being intentional about it? And uh, so what we're doing, working with our uh, companies and with our CEOs and owners, is we're saying, so if, if Jesus were to come back 25 years from now, would he say, job well done, my faithful servant? What does ministry look like? So start 25 years down the road and say, okay, we can't do it all today, but we want to start to create a culture of being intentional about being disciples and introducing our employees. How about our vendors? How about our customers? 
How about our competitors? Do they see any difference in us? And all of a sudden, instead of uh, impacting 75 or 80 families that the, the small local church does, which is great, but what an opportunity we have five, six, seven days a week to really make a difference. And that can be thousands, tens of thousands being affected, particularly when you think about websites today and the customer base. It's incredible what one can do. What do you think the biggest issue is facing the Christian business owner and that Christian employee in the workplace? What's the biggest issue that C12 is going to help them with that they're facing? I think they they know how to do their business. Perhaps uh, you've talked about the e-myth before. And uh, they had an entrepreneurial idea, and they know their business very well. But they don't know how to bring in and do ministry. And it could be, as you've talked about so much about, it could be uh, missions overseas. It could be missions right here in the community. It could be, what are the projects that we're going to do? And some of our... uh, some of our C12 members, they, uh, they're praying uh, for their neighborhood. They're taking that responsibility on and saying, we're going to make sure that those people in our neighborhood are taken care of. And uh, we've got some great examples of people who just, they take care of their neighbors. And, uh, you know, the, the, Jesus told us over and over again, love thy neighbor. And uh, many of our C12 employers are looking and saying, these are my neighbors my employees, my customers, my vendors. Yeah, and, that, and that's so true. But it's, you know, a lot of, when I talk to Christian, Christian business owners, they get caught up when I say you should be doing ministry in your office. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. You touch people in that office that will ne- may never ever darken the doorsteps of a church and your life, the way you act, how you treat your customers, your vendors, your employees, speaks very loudly about the work that Jesus has done in your life and that transformational power that Jesus made that effect on your life that should affect everything that you do you know Ross one of the things we talked about on the phone the other day as we're getting ready for this call we talked about integrity in business but integrity in business isn't necessarily a distinguishing factor between a Christian business owner and a non-Christian business owner is it (laughs) I hope that those businesses that we go to each and every day in our neighborhood uh, and that that they're doing business in an honest factor and and, you know they're they're trustworthy all of them should be or you're not going to go back to them a second time but are they in fact looking at to disciple people now that doesn't mean all of uh, our c12 members all of their employees are christian far from it but they're respectful and they're creating a culture because I don't know an employee that doesn't want to go to work in, in a workplace where people are treated fairly, that there aren't people that are yelling and they're angry. And, you know, that, um, you know, we got, I know you want to uh, talk about where we get our instruction manual and, uh, you know, because you always like to go back to scripture. That's really where it's at. You know, if a, if a, if a, a business owner is making their decisions, and they're starting their, their staff meetings with devotions and in prayer and uh, focusing on a Bible verse, then, then their employees are never going to go astray. So if a Christian business owner gets to the point where you're like, okay, I'm curious enough, I, I understand that Christ, everything that I do in Christ should affect everything that I do, but how do I start? I, I, I want to incorporate Christ in business, but how do I start? What's the one thing you encourage them to do before they go join a C12 group? What is the, what, what is the one thing that they should do? They need to turn it over to God. 
They need to they need to first understand that God wants them to be the steward of his company. If we truly believe that all of it comes from God, then it's not just we give 10% of our tithing, uh, which is, you know, is one of those great goals, but we look at it that our company is in fact God's as well. And, um, you know, if not, then pray that prayer that says, God, you know, this is my company. You know, you know, anything that's yours, take away. I haven't found any Christian business owners willing to pray that prayer yet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough one. You know, I want to end this section with this question. Why is it, what do you think? Why is it that people think of their work as secular and pastoring and missionary as sacred? How can we change that paradigm? How can we shift that paradigm for the Christian business owner? It is, in fact, all God's, and he wants us to, to have everything intermingled. You cannot separate it. You know, as men, we like to say that we can compartmentalize, and, uh, but the fact is, it's all God's. And so when you start to compartmentalize that, easy for you to say, uh, but the fact is that uh, we can't, because then you've got different standards for each part of your life. And that's when you see your family fall apart. That's when you see your business go astray. And when somebody's going to become Lord of your life, he gets Lord of all of it. And that's what I love Buck Jacobs uh, quote out of his book, A Strategic Plan for Ministry. It says he's Lord of all or he's not Lord at all. I mean, that's a powerful statement. Well, Buck's pretty bold about it because he knows what works, and that is to follow the instruction manual, which is the Bible. There's not one verse in C12. It's a book. It's a book that guides us. So there's not just one section on business owners in the Bible either? I think we can find it in, uh, in the Old Testament uh, about leadership and being faithful, and we can find it in the New Testament. Uh, you want some bold leaders, look to Peter and Paul for, uh, for their boldness. Yeah, I mean, there are so many examples, so many scriptures out there that really, they're practical applications for us as Christian business owners and Christian employees. We, we just need to open the Bible. I'm amazed at how many people don't open the scriptures and find out what it really has to say. They just trust somebody else's word. We've got Ross Harrop in studio today with the C12 Group. You can find the C12 Group on the web at c12group.com. And uh, Ross, before we uh, get going into a couple of practical applications, tough statements we're going to make to people, why don't you tell me, well, what's your niche market for C12 Group? You know, as we look at who's already in Pinellas County, these are uh, employers with five or more em employees that, you know, five to 15 for the most part. You have uh, companies like uh, Wasson, uh, Bay Area Insurance, and uh, Bonham Dental Arts, and Sally Lindbergh and Associates, and uh, these are great companies. And uh, they have, uh, you know, five or more employees, and they realize that God has called them to be the steward. So uh, that's the members that we have have today those are the the kinds of uh, of companies we have some that have 40 50 uh, members uh, employees and uh, and then you know thanks to your encouragement we're going to start an alpha group in July and that'll be for those who have employees uh, two three four and uh, many startup companies that uh, can't give a full day to be away from their uh, business because it relies on them and uh, they're gonna we're gonna have a half day uh, experience and uh, you've encouraged me to do that we're going to do it because uh, there's a real need across Pinellas County you know one of the things I like to highlight is some, some resources that people uh, can get access to so 
that uh, they can dig deeper into this subject. You know, and this part of the show is brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. That's been part of the Largo community for over 28 years, located in the center of First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks on Almerton Road. The 2,400 square foot store is open to the public seven days a week, and it's run by my gorgeous wife, Martha Brangenberg. Check them out online at shopcaris, that's C-H-A-R-I-S, shopcaris.com. Be the 200th person to like us on Facebook, and we'll send you a copy of one of the books we're highlighting here on the show. Ross, I want to talk about two books today. One of them Martha's carrying in the store, and one of them can be found on the c12group.com website. 14 Tests All Leaders Must Face. That The name of that book is 14 Tests That All Leaders Must Face by Frank Damasio. Ross, I had you read that book this week. I've, I've read it over the last several years. You know, that book really highlights, as God draws you closer to him, the adversity in your life comes in the form of tests. God uses these tests to refine our character as we approach higher and higher callings from him. What did you think of the book? I think that I, I, I went through each of those tests, uh, or at least 12 or 13 of those 14, and I would highly encourage folks to pick up that book. It, it's, uh, it, it, and it's a simple read, but there's some great depth to it. It's an easy read, but it's like hitting you over the head with a sledgehammer. Yeah, That's yeah. right. All right, the second book I want to highlight is a book that can be found, like I said, on the C12 Group website, and it's written by Buck Jacobs, and it's called A Business Owner's Guide to a strategic plan for ministry. Sorry, a business owner's guide to business as ministry. What, tell me about that book really Really, quick. it's a practical guide to incorporating God into your life and therefore into your business. Bring them both together. And uh, I would say it's a must read for any Christian business owner who is considering letting God uh, be the Lord of his or her business. It's a big decision. Is it your company? Or is it God's? And uh, this, it's really a strategic uh, plan. It's uh, its a workbook, but uh, it's only 70 pages, Jim. And uh, the fact is, if anyone writes me, uh, contacts me, I'll, uh, I'll get a copy and give it to them. And, and how would uh, they contact you? They can do that by going to the c12group.com. And uh, they can locate me right there in the Tampa Bay area. And, uh, and I'd love to... Uh, to uh, strike up, a, find out a relationship and find out about their company. Not going to do any any sales. It's uh, the Holy Spirit is the sales agent for the C12 group <laughs> and uh, simply uh, share information about uh, who we are, what we're about, but more importantly, find out what they're struggling with and what their company uh, is all about and uh, give them a copy of this Strategic Plan for Ministry by Buck Jacobs. It's a great business owner's guide. Yeah, I reviewed it on Saturday, and uh, it is a great book. It's really a practical application guide, and it goes right along with another book that Buck wrote. What's the name of that book? It's called The Light Shines Bright in Babylon, and uh, we can just read in the Old Testament about Babylon and was not the good place to be from, and, uh, and yet uh, what Buck had had in this dream was that uh, Christian companies can be that bright light in the darkness right here in uh, uh, Tampa Bay. So that Babylon he's talking about there is the business world. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here's the questions I want to ask my audience. And I want you to sit and think about these this week as you go forward, because we need to start applying some of this stuff. Consider your position, your job, and your business. Answer these questions when you think about it. Do you recognize your job or your business as a calling? are just a way to make money? Do you really, in your heart of hearts, believe that you and your place in life are every bit as holy in God's eyes as that of your pastor or any other leader in the church? Deep down in the very core of your being, do you see yourself and your work and your business Monday through Friday as just as important as to God as whatever goes on in your church on Sunday and Wednesday night? 
Are you struggling in your mind living according to two standards, your Sunday standard or your Monday standard? Sacred versus secular. I'd really like you to study the scriptures this week and show me, show me if there's anywhere in there that you can say that, nope, what Jesus has done in my life, it, it doesn't really apply to my business place because I believe it does. From the beginning of Genesis to the end of Revelation, there's so much practical stuff that we can apply in our workplaces. But really, the most incredible impact we can make, isn't it, Ross, that whatever work Jesus has done in our life, as it just flows out of us, not necessarily in words, but in actions. Why would we keep that a secret? If we've been instructed to disciple others, offer it. We're not hitting anybody over the head with it. We're not in anybody's face. The fact is, though, it's provided. There's an opportunity. Is 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 there a, a free Bible in your lobby of your building? You like one of these? Take it. Uh, I know one of our members has uh, one of the the uh, CDs from church that just says, "Here's how you can know about my Jesus." It's a simple way. People don't want to take it. Don't take it. Uh, but the truck drivers are taking it and they're reading it. And uh, Tampa Bay Steel is changing lives. People are hungry. People are thirsty. People want to know what's going to fill that empty spot inside of them. You know, one of the things I want to do on my website, which is just about ready to come up and running, is I want to highlight local job openings at businesses that are really trying to make an impact for Christ. And I'll post those on my website, but I need to hear from you. Please send me an email to jim at iworkforhim.com. Again, that's jim at iworkforhim.com. You know, if you know a Christian business owner that's really making an impact on his workplace, he's really letting that he or she is really letting that transformational work of Jesus flow out through him or her, please send me an email to Jim at iworkforhim.com and let me know because I'd love to bring him on the show. You know, marketplace ministries in Tampa Bay that are really making an impact. I want to know who they are. And if there's a ministry here in Tampa Bay that needs business people to invest in them, I want to know about them. You know, next week, we're bringing in Jim Harris from To a Higher Level. Again, a guy that writes a local daily devotional and a challenging word out to business owners. He's going to be on a show along with Dan Geyer with Direct Hits Management. Both of them are going to share their testimonies and how God has uh, impacted their lives and how it's impacting their businesses. I really want you to hear what they have to say. It's so important. Y'all want to thank you, Ross, for being on the show today with C12 Group. Again, you can find Ross at c12group.com. Look up under Tampa Bay. I want to thank my son, Joshua, for being on the show. He's made an incredible impact just talking to us. He got to talk to his sweetie and, of course, tell my wife that she was his favorite. I want to thank Platinum Information Services for closing out our advertising on the show today. I I really appreciate my boss letting me do this show. It's great. It's at my heart. Please check out our website, iworkforhim.com, or email me at jim at iworkforhim.com. Again, I've said that lots of times, jim at iwork.com. If you have something you'd like to share with, with me, someone you want to connect me with, I want to hear from you. You've been listening to the I Work For Him show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I am a Christ follower. I own my own business, and I'm an employee of that business. I work for him. Problems at my job. Wondering what to do. I know I should be working, but I'm thinking of you.